Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I got a tweet the other day uh, when Steve Harvey used to get to preaching. I used to just turn the radio off, but now it's different. Old dude be bringing it, he be bringing the truth. I appreciate that. You know, man, when I was younger, man, when I when I wanted to do what I wanted to do, man, I just, man, I didn't want to hear nothing else. I, I, I didn't want to hear nothing that contradicted what I wanted to do. You know, so it's a funny thing, man, about me, man. I was, I would hear the truth. I would know it to be the truth, but because I had another plan, another mission, another goal, another set of dues I wanted to get done, I didn't want to hear that. You know, so funny thing, man, is like... <laughs> Like when I was a little boy and I used to get scared sometime at night, you know, the booger man. So I thought that if I just pulled the blanket up over my head, that that meant that the, if I can't see the booger man, he can't see me. That's the theory. That's an ostrich, you know, sticking his head in the sand thinking, wow, if I don't see this dude, he can't see me. A lot of ostriches done died with their head stuck in the sand. I just didn't want to be one of them people that left this world with my head in the sand. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, this morning that uh, <sighs> quit talking about change. Y'all listening? Because cause, cause this is real right here. Quit talking about change and let's make a change. You know, man, I don't... I, I don't mind giving people advice. I really, I really, really don't because so many people along the way have handed it to me. 
freely, man. Some people just saw me doing wrong and say, young man, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Some people say, hey, bro, look, man, I, I know what you're trying to do. Man, it wouldn't, have you thought about it this way? So I've had a lot of favor in my life, a lot of grace been shown on me, a lot of mercy, a lot of people that came to me, helped me along the way. So I don't have no problem with this part of what, what, I'm, what I'm obligated to do in the mornings. But let's quit talking about change, y'all, and let's make a change. See, change is growth, and ain't no growth without change. You got people, man, you ever met a person that's just insistent on doing it their way? I mean, nobody in the building think they should go that way, but they so boneheaded. Oh, this is how I'm going to do it. But, bro, listen to me, man. That ain't how it's done. You're going to run into this, this, this. I'll show you. Wait a minute, man. You, you, you can't do it that way, man. If you are sick and tired of where you are, then you have to change. Change can only come from within. Can't nobody make you change. Now, we got a penal system in place that can make you sit down if you don't want to change. We'll sit you down and we'll restrict your movement and your communication to the point where if you want to continue this foolishness, we're going to put you in this building with a whole lot of people that's foolishness. And y'all just trick each other all day long. But if you are sick and tired of your situation, pray for it. Pray for change. Ask God to help you change. Ask God what he want for you instead of always telling God what you want. It's an interesting prayer to have with God. When you quit going to God with your list and check in with God and see what his list is, that's a very interesting prayer. If, if you're a praying person, I suggest you try that sometime. It's so interesting, man. Do you know what it did for me when I started asking God what he wanted for me instead of telling God all the time? I still tell him what I want, but instead of all the time going to him with what I want, you know what it did for me? It freed me up. It took a lot of pressure off. I no longer had to think of everything. And what I was thinking of a lot of times wasn't working no way. And when I opened myself up to what he wanted, to what his will was, Man, do you know how much simpler my life got? And do you know how much bigger it got? I'm trying to tell you, man, if you pray for change and you allow God to help you with the change, or if you let God just produce the change, the change in you will be amazing. If you've been listening to me, out, especially out in L.A., since I was on the radio since 2000, can't you hear the change? <laughs> I'm flat out telling you that a change has come. But I had to pray for the change because I couldn't make the change on my own. And then after you pray for the change, you got to work towards your change. You know, there's faith without works is dead. Everybody wants something from God, always want to talk to God about something. But then, man, ain't, 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 don't, don't want to do nothing about it. Faith without works is dead. You can't do it that way, man. It just does not happen. So, so after you done prayed to God about it, what you got to do then is you got to turn around and go, hey, man, all right, now, what is it I got to do? You know, you got to do something to bring it about. So after you pray for it, work for it, and do something today about it. Stop procrastinating. Don't procrastinate, folks. The change can start today. Man, I want to change. How about today? You know, then you see the same people, man, I want to change. That's next week. How about today? 
I see people years later, man, I'm still in this same old situation, man. I'm going to do something. How about today? Today is a good day. There's nothing stopping you from changing today. Nothing except you. You can begin the process of change immediately. And change is growth, y'all. And ain't no growth without changing. It's a simple thing. And I'm talking to you in broad strokes because everybody got something about them they need to change. That's why I'm not specifically talking about anything. I got some things in me that need to change so I can grow further. Everybody has something about them that they need to change in order to grow further and then go further. Now, what's stopping you is you won't start the change today. Don't hesitate. Make that change. And then I want you to watch something. When you change, watch the difference in you. Notice the difference in you. Feel the difference in you. And guess what? You're going to be different. If you're watching for the change, if you're feeling the change, then guess what? You're going to be different, man. Watch for the difference. Feel the difference. You'll be different. If you're sick and tired of your situation, folks, you can change that. But the change is in you. It's a simple decision you have to make. I'm going to change. The change is up to you. You can decide today if you want to change, you want to be different. If you're sitting behind the wall, I love speaking to the brothers and sisters behind the wall. If you're behind the wall, man, and you're sick and tired of being behind the wall, man, why don't you change? You ever thought about that? Change. Man, if I get back out there, I'm going to just do the same thing. Stop saying that. Stop breathing that negativity into your life. Decide today that you want to change. You can do it. Everybody can change. If you don't know how to change, pray for it, man. Ask God to help you with the change. Oh, you get some movement then, partner. You get a whole lot of movement then. All right? Let's ride. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. I'm going to say it again. Good morning, everybody. It is still a good morning, irregardless as to what's popping off. We are here for you, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God is still with us. God is still in control. Do what you want to do, but you ain't really running nothing. I've given all my power and consent over to my Heavenly Father. That's how I'm rolling today. I invite y'all to do the same with me. Now, with that said, I'm sure sick of this mess, though. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Good Man. morning. How you doing? Long Man. night, baby. Long Carla night. for real. What is this, phase two? Good morning. Sitting up in here. That doggone Kill Spates Jr., boy. Morning up. Morning, everybody. What's going on? The other ball-headed one, nephew Tommy King of Pranks. In the building, baby. I feel good. I feel confident. Yeah. It is what it is, baby. It is what it is. Yeah. And just be patient. Just, you know, we got to have some patience. We got to have some faith. It's not over. It's not over, Steve. I'm not out of faith. I am out of patience. I know. (laughs) With 2020, the entire year. Hey, 2020, the election, it feel like a prank. Yes. Yes. Come on, Tommy. Let us know right now. It feels like a prank. That is so true, Steve. Man, all them polls had him out front. Uh Uh, Oh, it's a landslide. I I knew that wasn't going to be the case. But you said that, yeah. Yeah, I said it. But Mm -hmm. I did not, I just didn't believe Donald Trump's base had grew. It did. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because yeah. you know what? We this. thought, like the Democrats, I thought that character, Man. moral, you know, <laughs> issues of it mattered, right, Junior? I yeah. thought that Matter. that was part of it. No. It was not. <laughs> you not believed Joe Biden when he said I we're fighting that. for the soul of the nation. Well, and now Barack you Obama. know what. Yeah, mm-hmm. now you know what the soul of the nation really is. Okay. Well, now <laughs> black. Got it. With yeah. that said, yeah, there is still hope. Half of us who are really concerned about the soul of the nation mm-hmm. yes, sir. and the, mm-hmm. and what type of soul the president of the United States should have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is still a large percentage of us. And so, you know what, man? I, I, I was really surprised that his base grew, but it's a wake-up call for me personally, Steve Harvey, and a wake-up call to us all that we got to, as usual, do more, do better and do it more often. Mm. That's the wake up call to all of us. That's it, man, because they, they, they tripping, <sighs> man. <laughs> but how much longer this, this going to last, dog? How many, what I mean, time the liquor start? I don't know, man. I want a couple more hours with today before we get our Hell no, we ain't going to know today. We ain't with dog. We may not uh-uh. know for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And he's already set the peel, the peel in place that it's a fake election that they cheated. Yeah, he did that, man. Oh, yeah, he did. All right, we'll have more about the election, and we may ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, 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 it is the day after the election, and guess what? It is not over. It is not over. The 2020 presidential election was neither a, a Joe Biden landslide like we hoped for, nor was it a Donald Trump triumph. Uh, like he hoped for. Uh, instead, it was a tightly contested battle that could go either way, although our candidate Joe Biden appeared to have an edge. However, in a bizarre late-night press conference, Donald Trump continued to make unfounded claims about the integrity of the election, putting the whole process in doubt and hinting the decision would go to the Supreme Court, to which he has appointed a few justices. We all know mm. about that. Mm. Uh-huh. Early Wednesday morning, though, on the East Coast, Biden was in the lead but didn't have enough uh, electoral votes to win the election, and Trump still had a chance. Trump won key battleground states like Ohio, Florida, Texas, and numerous red states, while Biden took the big blue states, such as California and New York, as well as Colorado, New Mexico, and my home state, Illinois. Biden addressed his followers in Wilmington, Delaware, at a drive-in event early Wednesday morning, saying he was on track to win this election. Take a listen. Your patience is commendable. We knew this was going to go long, but who knew we're going to go into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. But look, we feel good about where we are. We really do. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive, baby. (laughs) Biden also advised patience uh, until all the votes are counted. We're trying. Steve says he's run out, though, right, Steve? I'm through, man. I'm through. I I told y'all. I told y'all what I was going to do was plead, beg, implore, encourage all of Mm -hmm. us to get out and vote. Okay, now that I've done that, I I can't do no more. I'm done. I I do want to say this, though, as a form of encouragement. 
I want to thank all of our listeners yes. and the Absolute, vast majority yes. of yes. African Americans because mm-hmm. I think we showed up. I really, really do. And if we can turn Michigan around or Wisconsin or for Georgia to be this close, it's cause of us. For uh, Texas to be damn near blue state, Man. it's cause yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. For uh, for us to be as close as we are in Georgia, Georgia's never been blue. That, that, that I mean, probably Clinton or something like that, but I'm talking about in recent memory. But, man, I'm just proud of the effort that we put out and we came through and we did. What we did not account for, which is crazy to me, mm-hmm. is that Trump's base grew. <laughs> it grew. Who, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> it grew, man. Never underestimate your opponent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just. Yeah. Well. <sighs> I'm speechless. I'm yeah, and, and it just is what it is. I mean, you know, life Ugh. still goes on. We still got to live. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This is a big disappointment. Yeah, it's a disappointment. It's not over, but, you know. Yeah, hey. it's not over. Yeah. Look, it, it was like, look, man, I wanted to desperately for it to be a landslide. Mm-hmm. I really did. Yep. And we know the yep. decision, who the clear winner was from right by, by this, this morning, morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. you know i and but i really thought it would be that bigger because i said man these people quietly have got to be sick and tired of him but the disappointment in this country with it being this close is so many of them have no problem with him being the way he is mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's the sad part and says yeah. a lot about the condition of this country. It has nothing to do with his his stance for the Republican Party. It's his other stances that have mm-hmm. made this guy such an he's immoral. Yeah. He's a liar. Mm-hmm. He only cares about himself. He don't give a damn how many of y'all or us get coronavirus. He got nine doctors at Walter Reed taking care of him. Mm-hmm. His wife and his child. And and and, and, and cool for that. But boy, I, I, I just don't, I do not, I didn't believe his base would grow this much yeah. to yeah. what well, his race is down to this. This is crazy, man. Yeah. Well, Steve, we'll talk about the presidential election all morning. Let's get a couple of CLO questions Well, let's in go. Come on can. in. All I right? feel like doing something. All right. Something, yeah, let's have some fun. <laughs> this one's from Tamara in Chicago. Tamara says, I've been dating a man for almost two years, and he drives for a rideshare company in his spare time. Over the weekend, we took his mom to Target, so I jumped in the back seat. I saw a piece of a condom wrapper under the driver's seat, and I held it up so he could see it in the rearview mirror. His mom went in the store, and we stayed in the car arguing. He was mad at me for holding up the wrapper where his mom could have seen it, and he said I was crazy because I know he drives people around in that car, so it had to be left there by a passenger. How did he turn this around on me? Do you think he has something to hide? No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. He he rides here. It's people back there. Everybody been in there. It's everybody yeah. back there. It could have <laughs> fell out somebody's pocket. Somebody right. could have threw it on the ground. But you gonna hold it up where his mama could have seen it? Yeah, you. He right about that. You tripping? Uh-huh. He is one hundred percent. That's the Come exact. Come on, Tommy. No, Tommy. Come on, Tommy. My mama dog. Yeah. Hold it up. All right. 
All right, we'll get one more in. Uh, Sugar in Baton Rouge says, I'm in my late 30s and divorced. I just started dating a new man. I've kept it a secret from my family and friends. I'm black, he's white. I told my coworker, and she said she's disappointed in me because I never gave the black guys a chance. I'm an equal opportunity dater, and I wanted to try something new. He's been pursuing me for a while, so I came to my senses. Any advice? you no. would have mm. would be helpful. No, you love who you want to love. Go ahead on. Donald Trump that. Could, could be the president <laughs> again. You think I care who you dating? <laughs> we got bigger issues here. We got way <laughs> bigger <laughs> problems with another white man. <laughs> do what you gonna do. Matter of fact, I can already tell you I, I like your white man better than yeah. this other one. Sugar's white man for president. Coming up, run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, call us. We want to talk to you. Call us to to just get it off your chest. Talk about what's going on, yes, with the presidential election. Here's the number, 877-29-STEVE. It hasn't changed. (laughs) Just like the White House, (laughs) our number hasn't changed. 877-29-STEVE. Keep hope alive right now. Nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? (laughs) New landlords. I got new landlord. Let's go, cat dog. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, uh, Marcus. Yeah, to see who's this. Uh, my name is Jason. How you doing? My, hey, what's happening? Listen, um, I'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by Sunday. Um, out the house? What the hell you mean, out of the house? Uh, well, let me let me get clarification. Are you guys at um, West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you you guys have to start packing up or anything like that? Dude, who are you? Uh, okay. Are, are you? How the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you, are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon hasn't, um, hasn't made contact with you, Marcus? No, I didn't talk to Mr. Vernon since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason I actually... Um, who, are you, who are you to Mr. Vernon? Well, I actually bought the property from Mr. Vernon six weeks ago. Six weeks ago? Yeah, I actually oh, own. No. The, I actually own the house now. I, I'm, I'm. It was my assumption that you and Mr. had already hold talked. Up. No, hold. Cause we, I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago. And you own this house? I actually well, I'm own that house. I'm renting this from Mr. I'm sorry. I'm renting this from Mr. I gave him my payment less than six weeks ago. So you're saying he got my money and you own the house? Man, what's up with that? Well, yeah, I actually do. I guess you know he's. Um, he actually told me that. You guys would have been out by now, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys gonna be able to get out of there by Dude, Sunday? Hold up. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. Dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? You well, some sir, damn mind. I actually have some tenants that are gonna be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there, and get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually. Start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no anywhere, all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go and fix that because I wish would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out of this house. Okay, sir, I got you understanding the fact that I'm telling you I'm the, I'm the owner of this house now? I don't give a I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him, call somebody, take it to fix this because we ain't moving no place. Sir, I'm going to need you out. We ain't moving no 
I need you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my property. You ain't listening to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I I still got two more years on my lease. Dude, my last payment, I paid that two months in advance, man. I ain't moving. Let me get you to understand something. It was Mr. responsibility to let you know what I own the home. Come on, dog. You tripping. No, call me with this about. I would come bring bring your over here if you want to. Alright? Sir, come I over will, here if I you will want be to. there on Sunday. Now if you're not moving out, I'll have to move you. We, like I I ain't moving nowhere. Sir bring your over here if you want to. I'm though. not gonna sit and go back and forth with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving no bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my are you you're I ain't moving about no I, you hear me? I ain't saying it no more. You're arguing with me about my property, sir. Are you listening? I'm paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving no where. You hear me? I me need my family, my kids, we're going to throw right here for another two years so I can get them a better place. All right, you hear me? Sir, you hear I got me? tenants that will be pulling up. How they give a Bring whoever you want to bring. I got some weight on y'all. Come on in. I ain't received no notice. I ain't got no phone call from nobody else. I'm, I got, I'm listening to you talking to this Mr. B calling me. He the one who got my money. Mr. And B is out of the picture no now. Kind of phone call, no email, no text message, no what the Mr. B is out of the picture. I own like the I property said, now. Me and my family, we're going to be here for another two years. You hear me? You're not going to be there another two years. I get them into a better place. You're going to be you're, out of there. Come on, me and my family. If I just there, though, bring your over here if you want to. Are you listening to me? You're going to be all by Sunday, even if I have to come in and I ain't trying to hear. You got to take care of this on your own. But you ain't moving me and my family out this house. Are you listening to me, sir? What the you got to say? You saying something different now? I'm telling you, if you're not out by Sunday, then I'm coming to move your stuff out by Sunday. You ain't moving. Bring your over here if you want I wish it would. you. Excuse me? You. I got something else I need to tell you. Are you listening? What the? What the I, are you listening to me? What? Say something. I want to tell you this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Malik, your son got what me to f- prank phone call you. Come on, man. <laughs> no, are you playing? <laughs> are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see y'all on that other stuff, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick that little <laughs> man. Y'all got me, dog. Oh, man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm going to let my blood pressure calm down. He, told me, right. he told me y'all listen to the show on the way uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh, man. Uh, all I know was uh, uh, you wasn't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? Dude, hell no. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh, man. Dude, I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey, man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what what Tell I like baby. about him, yeah. he had no uh. intentions of moving. No, no. He, didn't, he ain't packing not, nothing. Hey, hey, no. hey, Tommy, what you said, <laughs> really would like for you to clear out by Saturday. <laughs> Dog, you infuriated him. You got two more years. If you can help me a little bit, Saturday. I can start cleaning up and have it ready for uh, the people that's moving in. Just no, get on, get but on. I done just gave this money to this man. Yeah. <laughs> we can't leave. Nah. I'm up. I'm up, though. I'm up. I'm ahead Bruh. now. Come, come on, bro. bro. Come yeah. on now. Ooh, Tommy. I got to keep it stupid, Shirley. That's I wish I you I... would come over here. <laughs> right. 
See, that's 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 when you know we through with you. I wish one. you uh-huh. would. And, and and let me tell you something. And ever so serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Once you get laughing. in this driveway, we're going to get to moving around over here. I remember a long time ago I was talking to a white guy. He said, Steve, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. He said, why is it that black people's response to everything is always violence? I said, I'm, I don't know. And then he kept on pressing me. I said, hey, man, don't ask me no more because I said I don't know. And then he said, ask me again. I said, hey, man, I'm going to bust you upside your damn head if you keep asking me. He said, this is exactly what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. I done told you once now. I done told you. take it there. Uh-huh. Yeah. What yeah. we not Nephew Tommy through. live. I can't believe I'm saying this. Nephew Tommy live, Uptown Comedy Corner. That's Atlanta, GA. That's Friday, uh, November 13th, 14th, and 15th. Oh, that's I am back oh, that's in recent. front of the microphone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You want to open up? Uh, you want to open up? Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a little rough that. on you. <laughs> <laughs> Your phone calls after this, 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Chicken grease. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Steve Harvey Nation, listen. <laughs> listen, if you're waking up thinking that you know who the president is, uh, we still don't know. We still do not know. Uh, right now, Joe Biden is in the lead, but critical battleground states like <sighs> Georgia, like Michigan, like Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin are still counting ballots. Ran. <laughs> hey, hey man, it's some grandmothers wake up this morning. Who won? Because <laughs> they, they've been asleep they they since, since 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no president. <laughs> baby, mama ain't got time to be up all night trying uh-uh. to see what's going on. Who won, baby? <laughs> Last night, Trump watched the returns from the White House. Joe Biden watched the returns from his home in Delaware. Biden told his supporters, uh, we believe we're on track to win the election. President Trump talked about current election results. Take a listen to this. And all of a sudden, everything just stopped. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation, this is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? It's, it's a very sad... It's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. His plan the entire time, listen to me. You know what, man? His plan, he knew that in early voting, he was getting beaten. That's what all the polls were saying. And he knew that it was so many early votes, so many uh, absentee ballots, that the counting was going to go on for quite some time, as it does every single year. Mm -hmm. And because this one is close, he knew that. So he had already set the table for this to happen, 
because he sees the that 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 Wisconsin could get away, that that Arizona then already got away, and so now we're gonna go to the Supreme Court, which he rushed this woman through. It's stacked, yeah. He stacked mm-hmm. the deck. Mm-hmm. Now, if these justices are justice, which I have no faith in at all, because when <laughs> have we ever gotten justice? Brianna Taylor, we can go down the right. list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And he's us. already saying, we were going to win, and all of a sudden it stopped. Yeah. This is the biggest fraud. This yeah. dude is a con man, and America is being conned, and but they're not really being conned. They're going along with it because mm-hmm. they're part of the con. That's true. All right, Steve. That's true. Let's, let's talk to the people. How about that? Um, what the people can, say? You can call us and tell us how you're feeling about this election this morning. Uh, 877-29-STEVE. Steve, are you ready to take some phone calls? I wish. Let's go. Line one, Marlene out of Dallas. Hey, Marlene, this is Steve Harvey. What's going on, darling? Good morning, Steve. Good morning, and Marlene. And crew, how are y'all? Hey, Everybody Marlene. good. Marlene. What's on your mind, Marlene? So I just wanted to reiterate, like what you said, God is in control. Not only is God in control, he is sovereign. He hasn't, I have to remind myself, he hasn't brought us this far to leave us now. I understand and I realize Trump's base had grown, but I just thought the number of COVID deaths, people were going to kind of slide across Mm -hmm. the line, but clearly that did not happen. I thought that his, the evil and the hatred that he spews, I thought people were going to slide over mm. a little bit more. Come on, but because he hasn't, he hasn't, he's a man. He is a man. He does not, he may have victory if he wins the election, but at the end of the day, we have victory. And it's not over until God says it's over. Mm. Amen. Preach, girl. That's just what I wanted to remind. I had to remind myself of that this morning. When I was listening, when y'all started uh-huh. this morning, I was a little sad. And I said, that's okay. He in control. And I had I had to dry my tears when Steve said that. I was like, come on, girl, let's get it. Let's go. Love you, Marlene. For real. Put us back on track, girl. I had to say. All Thank right, you, baby. I, I needed that, too. Morning. Good, uh-huh. good, good. Have a good day, girl. All right, All right let's Marlene. Go, let's go to line four, Steve, and talk to Ryan out of Hampton, Virginia. Hey, Ryan, this is Steve Harvey, man. What's going on with you? What's good with it, Steve? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing Early good. Early Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what's on your mind, Ryan? Yeah, Steve, uh... I would just uh, want to say, man, it, it's real scary that, you know, we have to turn around and look at this and see how many of these people are supporting this guy who does nothing but spew evil. And and it's real scary that his supporters even went up a little bit. So, you know, I just want to say to my young black men and women, you know, we got to keep our heads up because uh, you can't make excuses because we actually see what it is right now. And, and it's right. very scary. So... Right. Even if Biden wins, all these people came out the woodwork still loving Trump. We know what it is. So we, we right. just got to keep keep on going and pushing because, you know, things aren't, aren't really going to change that much. Yeah. That's okay. good, man. Mm-hmm. But we've gone through so much, Ryan. 
we survived 400 years of slavery. We're going to get past this, too. Yep. Whoever it is. We're gonna and we were hoping no that America what. had come to a certain degree. I thought after Obama, America was taking a turn. But they didn't flip the script with oh, the other Oh, they did turn. <laughs> All right, more of your phone calls after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we've Come been on, up Joe all night. Biden. <laughs> we've been up all night. I'm sorry. Night. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I say that? We've been that? saying that, yeah. <laughs> we've been up all night screaming at the TV, right, despite battleground mm. states that are still counting ballots. President Trump tweeted, we're up big and they're trying to steal the election. Joe Biden, meanwhile, tweeted, it is or Trump's place to declare the winner of this election. It's the voters' place. How about that? Let's go to the phone, Steve. It's time, okay? Let's go, let's to, go to line. Yeah, let's go to line six and talk to Keith, who's a trucker on the interstate. Wow. Hey, Keith, this is hey. Steve Harvey, man. What's going on with you, boy? Good morning, Steve, man. Good morning, everybody. Tommy, I need you, Tommy. I need you. But anyway, uh, Steve, <laughs> I think some of our black voters moved over to the other side, man. Because wow. I'm a trucker, and I, I, I listen to a lot of people talking. And uh, they kind of move over to the right, man, in the sense that can they make it more money by uh, their checks got more money on it. My check didn't give mm-hmm. them more money on it, so I don't know how Trump's tax plan helped them out. But at the same yeah. time, Steve, I want to thank you for your inspiration this morning because I'm one of those guys that was behind the bars. Yeah. And I came out making the right decision. Thank you, man. That's why I'm in this truck now today, brother, man. That's good, Uh, But I, yes, sir. I used to be a pie baker. Uh, I could make a sweet potato pie that make you say, Patty. Patty, come over here. Patty, though. Patty, though. Patty! Patty, come get this your sweet potato pie, girl. That's good. But, uh, yeah, Steve, I live in Atlanta now, man. So, uh. If you need a sweet potato pie, let me know. I'll All be right, going man. to Louisiana to make a Thanksgiving, bro. So uh, I appreciate you guys every morning, man. I listen to y'all constantly. Good, Except when good. my wife got me on the phone. Hey, man, and congratulations, <laughs> man, on your newfound success. And at the end of the day, y'all, we're going to keep going to the phones. But at the end of the day, whatever happened, you know what Steve Harvey going to do? I'm going to go give hmm. me some more God. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> y'all, Amen y'all, see, hear the thing about me. <laughs> It, it don't matter who they put in this White House. And I'm, I'm very proud of black people, man. I really do, because I think we showed up in big numbers. I, so I ain't even mad at you. Uh, his base increased. But let me tell you something. His base didn't increase. My faith in God didn't increase. Come on. Amen. His base Come can't on. do nothing with my God. His presidency can't do nothing with my God. And I got a scripture, man, that Shirley sent me. I want to read to y'all when we come back. That gave me a little bit more connection to it all. <laughs> we, we, we hanging up in here, uh, but it sure would be nice though if Joe come <laughs> on and get this thing on up in Wisconsin. Come on, Joe. Squeeze in on Michigan. We quit right. talking to you. Damn Bye. about you and your Supreme Court. Back after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, yeah. we're in it now. We're in oh, it. Okay. Bye. To win it. Uh uh. (laughs) To win it. I mean, we've been talking about it all morning. (laughs) What? What is it, Steve? I don't know. I thought I heard somebody holler out, get his ass, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. It's really, really close. What does this say about us as a nation? You know, I mean, really. 
character, all of those things we talked yes, about. Anyway, Steve, yeah. yeah. Let, let, let's go to the phones and see what's happening. Eight seven seven twenty nine. Steve, let's go to line one and talk to Jimmy out of Richmond, Virginia. What do people say? Hey, Jimmy, out of Richmond, what's up with you, man? Good morning, Steve. Now, Steve, I'm gonna come from a different perspective, right? All right. I was on the I was on the same bandwagon as everybody. Trump races this, Trump races that. No question about it. But um, I ran across a guy, a black guy. Usually, when I see a black guy with a MAGA hat on, I automatically think the C word, the C O O N word. Right. But I saw a guy. He was talking more good, more my language, and he was saying some things about Trump that I couldn't really disagree with. So I looked it up. That's what I do. And I mm. saw stuff like Trump signing executive orders for the HBCU, Black College Funding. I saw he um, signed in $100 billion to go in left-behind communities. I saw him sign the Prison Reform Act. I saw him sign the Second Chance Act, which my own cousin, I've been, in, I've been down to myself, changed my life like a trucker did. I believe in Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, long story mm-hmm. short, anyway, my cousin was sentenced in 2009. His release date was 2030. He's coming home this month because of that act that Trump signed. So a lot of hate that Trump get is self-inflicted. He got a terrible mouth on him. But I never hear about the decent things that he do that actually will benefit us. Like school, um, what it's called? It's school uh, opportunity zones he signed. Meaning if I, I got four boys that's in school. If I don't, if I'm not satisfied with what they're learning that education, I can put them in any other school I want. I can put them over there with the other people. Look, y'all, learn, listen, and bring that knowledge back to your people. Trump actually signed that. You can go look that up on YouTube and see it, not just an article. So he does some stupid stuff, and I'm not here to defend it. But I'm, I'm the type of guy. I did some things in my life. People can, can speak bad of, but I also want people to speak of the good that I do just to be fair. Yeah. And when I looked up Biden record, Biden record ain't that good, y'all. Yeah. I see uh. more racist stuff from Biden than Trump. And that's just the truth from what I think personally. And I'm yeah. not neither I'm gonna tell you the truth, once Barack left, I ain't felt comfortable voting for nobody. So you know I prayed <laughs> and when I say I trust God, I trust God, I say, you know what, you in control. I'm gonna vote for Christ this time. So I set out. So I don't feel comfortable with neither one of them, even though I saw some good things that Trump did, and I seen a whole lot of things that's negative with Biden that like when Bill Clinton and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it up, I'll give about ten seconds. Like when Bill Clinton signed that crime act bill, um and he apologized. He knew that was mm-hmm. some unjust sentences. Guess what? Joe Biden wrote that. And I never heard no apology. And he said, I don't care if the judge gives him 10 years, 20 years, 60 years, fine with me. And I suffered under that. First time getting in trouble, I had a legal mm-hmm. gun, I had some weed on me. That's why I got locked up for. And I got five years automatic. When I- mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. See, brother, I, I understand what you're saying. And uh, I, I, I appreciate the phone call, Jimmy. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, the passing of the thing for HBCU was he said, and you all have to keep coming back for this. Why do you keep coming back for this? It was during the election year, politically motivated and suggested by his team to look good for black people with the uh, HBCU thing. He signed it. That was the reason why. The prison reform bill, do you understand that Obama in his last year released thousands of inmates from prison who were unjustly serving time for nonviolent drug-related offenses. Donald Trump wants to trump that and pass the prison reform bill, so a few hundred then got out. But that's a fact of that. 
uh, the opportunity zones is good, but because of the climate this president has created, you look at the militias, the Proud Boys, they, they don't even want us in the damn opportunity zones because of the climate that this president has created. And then as far as Trump being a racist, I don't know that you can be more of a racist and hold the presidential office. So mm-hmm. any brother with a mega hat on blowing their horn about what he has done for black people, if you really look at his record, you need to check out what he has done to black people. Prank phone call up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> in your show. It is. It just is. Hey, can I say something to the yes, last caller, Jimmy, who called Jimmy, in? Uh-huh. Look, man, I appreciate your success. I really do, brother. Uh, but And your honesty. But I want you, Jimmy, to realize one thing, man. We need you, and we need your vote. And Carla said it best. Democracy is not a spectator sport. Uh, We have to participate in the process, brother. So come on, Jimmy. I know you got hurt and you got put down. It was unjust and it was unfair. But we don't want you to take yourself out the political process. Because we're going to get through this, y'all. Trust and believe. We're going to get through this. Did Jimmy say he didn't vote? All right, Come all on, right, Tommy. listen. We got to get to the prank, guys. Yeah. All what right. you got for us, Neff? I got the limo driver. Boom. Let's the go. limo Boom. driver. Good afternoon. How can I help you? I'm trying to get Cecil. Get it, Cecil. Hey, Cecil, uh, one of my boys gave me your number, man. I'm trying to get a, uh, a car service for tonight. Okay, listen, this is my personal number. Do you, do you have the, the, the main number? Man, I keep calling the main line, but ain't nobody answering. I done called that about six, seven times. It keep rolling over to like a, to a voicemail or something. Okay, 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 brother, what's your name? My name's Tony. Okay, listen, Tony, I got a customer in the back. Let me get them handled. Can you, you got a few moments? I'm going to hit yeah, this drop off. Let me get the dough for them and all you that. Want me to call you back? Watch. Hold the phone, all right? Okay, cool. All right, thank you. Have a good evening. All right, Tony? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, now, uh, you saying you called the main line and you just keep going to voicemail or something like I that? I keep calling the main line, but, you know, I, I know I'm calling at the last minute, dog. I'm trying to get a um, get a car for tonight, man. Okay, what you need? What, what, listen, we, we got a, we got the SUV, we got a, a sedan or two, we got a couple limos, white or black, what you need? If I could get, a, I guess, a, a, like a black limousine, be cool. Okay, we got that, we got that. What time? Where I'm picking you up? What time? What it costs, you know, for an hour? Because all I need is an hour. Where's the sixty-five dollars an hour? But we only do three-hour minimum. The first three hours. Sixty-five. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, see, hey, well, see, see, so all I need is an hour, man. Really, like forty-five minutes. So, you think they'll work with me? Well, you can't get them. So you're dealing with me. I, uh, let me see. Let me. I tell you what. I, I'll do you for a hundred fifty dollars, and I'll take care of you. But now, I want you to know, I'm going to let them know everything. So I got to have either a credit card or a receipt or something on the cash to let them know because I'm not no crooked brother. I'm going to let them know everything that I'm doing. Will that work for you? 150 I, I can give you 150 when you pick me up. That's no problem then. Where am I picking you up and at what time? All right, I'm at 98 Village Drive. 98 Village Drive. Okay, 98 And where am I taking you, sir? I'm going downtown on Capitol Street. Downtown the Capitol Street. All right. And what time am I picking you up? You could get me like at 11.45 at night. That'd be good. 11.45. Okay. So that's 45 minutes. You have two and a hour you're going to need. 11.45. That makes it 12.45. 12.30. 12.45. Okay. Good. Deal. Um, let me see. 
in uh, downtown Capital West. You didn't give me an address. I don't really know the address. I'm going to um to Bank. Bank downtown, all right? Right. Um, can I ask you something, uh, Tony, right? Um, yeah. I'm not trying to get any business. No, we don't ask questions usually, but a bank at night's going to be closed. I mean, you, 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 you're not going to work because I got to take you back. So you're dropping off to something, somebody, something like nah, that, right? No, nah, no, nah, I ain't dropping nothing now, but I'm picking something up. See what, see, what I need you to do is just right here. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to be in there probably like about 15 minutes. But when I come out, man, I need you to have a car running, and we need to get out of there. Wait a minute. You, you asking me to, to run you down to a bank at midnight, and you picking something up at midnight, and I got to be ready to go when you come out. Me and my boys, when we come out of there, just come, when, when we get in, when we get back in the back of the, the the limo, I need you to I need you to put the pedal down, man, and let's get out of there. Look here, young 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 brother. Well, how, how old are you, man? I'm 24. Yeah, that's what I figured. Look here, man. It sounds like you're in some kind of shady. I don't do that, brother. That that. Hey, I, hold I, on, I, hold I, on, I man. Hold on, man. Yo, you a driver, dog. Your job is to drive. If you pick somebody up, first of all, you ain't supposed to be asking nobody where they going, what they doing. Your supposed to drive. Okay, let me so stop. You, what bro. I'm let telling me, you is, me, man, once we come out let, the bank, drive. Drive. Let, let me stop you. That's why I'm driving. Instead of working somewhere else driving, because I was ignorant like you at one time. Now, let me tell you something, but I don't know your business and really don't care at this point in time. I'm not doing no crazy like this here. Brother, let me tell you something, man. What you need to do is get your young into some type of training school or something to find yourself a job. You're going to go down there and it's going to blow your brains out. Hey, 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 I ain't really trying to hear all this right here. What I'm trying to do is pay you this 150 You drive me where I'm trying to go and you bring me back to my apartment. Brother, you can't get right now. Not even no advice. You need to listen to me. That's what's wrong with you young now. Y'all crazy. Get rich right all overnight type Boy, you need to slow down because they got some You feel me? They got hey, some man, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. What you know? You don't know nothing? You don't know I me don't at all? I don't need to know you, brother. Well, how you going to be preaching to me, dog? Because I've been there, man. That's why I'm driving a limo. Because I've been there. Young brother, I'm trying to keep you from going there because you won't like it. Look at Tony, I don't know what to tell you at this point. First of all, I'm not doing it, so you can cut that out, okay? Now I'm thinking of you and all the other young brothers that do this dumb you watch too many of them movies or something. Brother, you need to get your straight because they got a place for you. Bro, let me tell you something. They read my mouth, I read it. Anything my mama told me, they didn't want me to know they cut it out. Do you feel me? They looked at me every night when they wanted to. Fed me garbage that I had to eat or die. You ain't ready for that, man. You ain't ready for what the think he got your name. You brothers don't know what's going on out here. You got it too easy. See? Now you're talking about going down there robbing the bank. You ain't no bank robber. You don't sound like no thug or with a limo. The way you going, you ain't making nothing because they will blow your young away about their paper. You don't understand that. And you so ain't ready for no jail. Can I say one more thing to you? Yeah, what is it? All I want to do is tell you this, that I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And your boy Cardell got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you are. If you around with them folks downtown, they're going to blow you. Well, they're going to give you 100 years under the jail. Did, did, you, you, did, you, did, you, did you just hear what I just said, though? What, you said something about well, my partner. You know, I, I heard. No, 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 no. I said I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy, the other, another driver, Cordell, got me to prank phone call you. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> oh, you mean Steve Harvey on the radio? <laughs>
No, man, no, no, no. This is, are you serious, man? Hey, Cecil, your boy Cordell got me to prank phone call you, man. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Man, you lit my fire, man. Don't you know that? I'm in my fight mode. Fight power. He said, be careful. He said, Big Cecil, he been, he been down there. He done done some time. Yeah, been there. Been there. All right, man. Calm down, baby. Calm down, man. I got one more question to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> I won't say nephew Tommy, but Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I got you, baby. Me and your boy Cordell got you. Yeah, well, I'm going to get him. If I ever meet you, brother, I owe you one, too. <laughs> Bust your head upside Come on. Head. That's how you rob a bank, baby. If you're going to rob a bank, you rob it with a limo. You know what I'm saying? That's how you Excuse do it. Excuse me? <laughs> what are you saying? What, what are we teaching our children? Just keep young brother. Okay. Young brother, don't, don't do this. Don't go down there. Don't do that. I don't did do this. Yeah. Don't, don't even do this. You don't even want to say, you don't even want to go down there. Mm. <sighs> oh, man. Stupid. You got to keep it stupid, though, baby. That's, that's, that's my job. Oh, you do you know? that. It's in my oh, contract oh, is to be it. stupid. And I want to know that I'm, I'm upholding my job. I do yes, what I'm you are. To do. Yes, you are. Okay, then. Hey, hey man, what? Hey, man, hey, man, just go and sell some tickets to you. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Uh, nephew Tommy and Friends, live at the Uptown Comedy Corner. February, uh, that's uh, 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 Friday, uh, November 13, 14, 15. There's a possibility uh, opening up, opening up. Coming out of retirement, dog. I never be. open for you, ever. Yeah, you, yeah. Oh, you, ever. oh, you will, you will. I will walk out there and mop your ass if that's what you want. <laughs> Let you, you have think, some of this, little boy. You don't do it. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> but I promise you, I ain't. Come, I'm, come on, I'm, I'm Roy George Jr. Come before he fight Mike Tyson. My strawberry letter. We'll get into it right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everything <laughs> and everybody's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Man, I ought to just be Roscoe Wallace and just get through this nutty-ass date. Yeah. We're, we're, you know what? You're right, Steve. Let's take a break from the election, okay? We've been talking about it all morning. Let's switch gears. Time now for the Strawberry Letter. And listen, Uh-oh. if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I don't owe your dad's girlfriend a thing. A damn thing. They wanted to say something else. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been with my boyfriend for seven years now, and he was raised by his father, and his father's girlfriend has been a mother figure to him for the past 15 years. His father is a sweetheart. When you said mother figure, I ain't know what you said. <laughs> His father is a sweet. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> no. I said, all right, cool. All right. It's my kind of letter now. <laughs> say it again. Say it again, Shirley. Mother figure. Say it. His, father's, his, his, girlfriend, his father's girlfriend has been a mother figure to him for the past 15 years. 
His father is a sweetheart and his girlfriend is nice, but I've always thought she is kind of weird. She had a birthday recently and my boyfriend and I were invited over to have cake and sing happy birthday. I told my boyfriend we should take her a gift, so we got her a $20 Visa gift card and stuck it in her birthday card. We had a good time with them and she said she'd open her gifts later. I told her we gave her a small gift card so she could go get her nails done. A week went by and my boyfriend's father called and he was upset with us. He was yelling about his girlfriend's manicure costing $70 and said we were low down for only giving her $20. They're both stupid if they thought a full manicure was only $20 and furthermore, who gets the service done without asking how much it will cost? But they didn't. So they told my boyfriend that he and I needed to come up with the rest of the money. I told him that I didn't owe his dad's girlfriend a thing. She was yelling in the background that we played a dirty trick on her. I yelled back and called her stupid. My boyfriend said he was going to keep the peace by giving me the $50, by giving them the $50. He took it to them, and when he got back home, I had nothing to say to him. I'm mad that he didn't take, uh, he didn't side with me and defend me. This isn't even his mother, and his dad doesn't think enough of her to marry her, so why would he take her side? What's up with that? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting hmm. letter. Uh, you wrote us a letter about $20. <laughs> now think about that. Think about that because Jeez. that's what this letter is about. I mean, you know, they're we're going mad. Through this morning. You know, we're going through this morning. <laughs> what? Yeah. We're going yeah, through yeah. a lot this morning. To be yeah, I'll take care are. of Tommy. Tommy, don't even worry about it. I got her. Come on, Shelby. Yeah, I, I mean, they're mad that that because you only gave her twenty dollars. Okay, but what happened to it's the thought that counts? Isn't that you know? Isn't that the gracious way to do things around here? Why couldn't she just say thank you and keep it moving? Uh. Is this the first time she's ever gotten her nails done? Because you're right. It costs way more than $20. And yes, your man wants to keep the peace. You were right about that again with his dad. And uh, that should let you know, though, where you stand after seven whole years. You should be feeling some kind of way. Uh, because obviously, you've been by his side all this time. All this time. Uh, and, and he sided with them. Maybe instead of being so mad at them for not liking your gift, you should be trying to figure out why you and your so-called man aren't married. You've been with him. They've been together, guys, for seven years. And, and you aren't. You all aren't married. Not even an engagement. Nothing. Uh, you mentioned that his father hadn't married his girlfriend after, you know, a long time being together. She's been around for 15 years. Maybe like father, like son. So you see, uh, this letter really shouldn't be about $20. It should be about what do you want from this relationship? Because uh, he has shown you, you know, when it gets really real, what side he's on. Steve? Well, this is uh, her bad look that she would write this letter in on a morning like we going through. <laughs> right. Because I want to open this letter with, I don't, <laughs> don't. give a damn. Yes. I would like to also add, in the words of Carla's beloved mother, Patricia Bowden, I could give less venom. So now that we've opened the letter the way I want to, Miss let me mom. go on and read this letter. I've been with my boyfriend seven years. Now he's raised by his father and his father's girlfriend. Been a mother figure to him for the past 15 years. 
His daddy a sweetheart. Had a birthday recently, and y'all sang and had a birthday. Had a good time. And so you bought a $20 Visa gift card and slid it in her, in her birthday card. And you told her, we gave you a small gift. You was not lying. Right. That was the truth. Giving you a small gift. It ain't but three bills smaller than a 20. <laughs> Break it off. That's a 10, a 5, and a 1. Yes. You gave her about the fourth smallest bill there is. All right? So I, you are wrecked. It's, it's small. <laughs> if you'd have gave her a 10, I, I, I don't even know how I'd feel about this. When we come back after this break, I'm going to do this letter the right mm-hmm. way. Oh. I don't know what that but means. But in a very unchristian-like way. <laughs> All right. I don't feel like being that good a Christian this morning because we still talking about this damn election. <laughs> I wanted this to be over with. Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. <laughs> Let's get back to this strawberry letter. Uh, the subject, oh, I, I don't owe your dad's girlfriend a thing. All right? Yeah, this letter right here, Period. man. Uh, at this time right here, it's about $20 and $70. Mm-hmm. So what is this man that's been dating this woman for seven years and was raised by his father and his father's girlfriend for 15 years, uh, the girlfriend of 15 years to the father had a birthday party. So this woman who wrote the letter and her boyfriend, who was raised by the father and the 15-year girlfriend, they go to the birthday party. And then, uh, you know, they went over and sang, had birthday, got a cake. And then uh, you, she told her boyfriend, I'll take him a gift. So they got a $20 Visa card and put it in a birthday card. So they at the party, they had a good time and everything. And they told her the gift card was so she could go get her nails done. Mm-hmm. So a week went by, and then the boy's daddy ended up calling them, and he was mad. And he was hollering at him and stuff on the phone because <laughs> his girlfriend's manicure cost $70, mm-hmm. and they was low down for only giving her $20. <laughs> Put now, the girls say they both stupid if they thought a manicure was only $20. <laughs> see, they don't, see, old-ass people, all they heard was... <laughs> You can go down there and get a manicure. <laughs> so they took their old ass down there, talking about we want manicure. Here go my gift card. Uh-huh. Well, $20 only get three fingers. <laughs> $20 get three fingers and a baby it. toe. <laughs> See, that's all you get for $20, but you owe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, they mad. So the daddy done called... And they mad at them, and they talking they about they low down. Mm-hmm. So now, anyway, the girl mad because who gets a service done without asking how much? I'm pretty sure it's posted somewhere. In yes. <laughs> them people that run them nail shops, they already know Ignite finna come in there. <laughs> it's posted somewhere. She just sat down, pulled out her gift card, talking about she ready for her manicure. Well, we got 20 on it. So they told the boyfriend that they told the father and the mother told the boyfriend that he and this woman that wrote this letter need to come up with the rest of the money, which was $70. All 
I told him that I didn't owe his daddy's girlfriend a damn thing. <laughs> See, so really what this letter was saying, I don't owe your funky mama, stepmama, which ain't even your stepmama. All she of your that. damn stepmama girlfriend babysitter. All of that. <laughs> Something like that, because she ain't got no title. So I don't owe her sugar, honey, iced tea. Come and don't on. ask me about this sugar, <laughs> honey, iced tea no damn more. Because right. I don't give a sugar, honey, iced tea. And Whoa. I mean that. And yeah. I mean, man, you can shut the front door in oh. here talking to me about this here. You trying to cuss on so, the, uh-huh, yeah. low low. She in the background yelling, talking about they played a dirty trick on her. So then the girl y'all is back and call her stupid. <laughs> so my boyfriend said he going to keep the peace by giving them $50. Now, come on now. You got to understand a man's role is to solve problems. Hmm. We have a problem. You got played. You stupid for going down there thinking a manicure only $20. So he took it to him. When he got back home. You, I didn't. She didn't have nothing to say to him, and now she mad because he didn't side with her or defend her. He, what do you want him to do? He trying to fix the problem. This his daddy and the woman that raised him. You said that, so he just took the fifty over there. It is no side to take. He took the side of the ignorant, so the ignorant could stop being ignorant. That's the side he took. Now, and this ain't even his mother, and his dad don't think enough for her to marry her. Uh-oh. You've been the boyfriend for seven years. The girl, yeah, thank you. Right. What right. the hell he think of you? Right. See, be careful okay. about throwing that rock over the fence, because that rock can come back over mm-hmm. the fence. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. so why should he take her side? Because he trying to keep the peace. Yeah. Now, listen to me. Let's be honest. You petty. For sitting up here arguing with two old ass people over a 20. $20. You petty. She more petty and stupid for expecting y'all to pay for the whole manicure. It was in the birthday card. It's $20. We all we that. did was I got five on it. That's all this was. Give. Yeah. We just got something on it. Right. This your birthday. And how, you know. <laughs> When do you get? At what age is you supposed to stop counting what people give you for your birthday? You old. So ungrateful. You just lucky your ass is still alive. (laughs) Take that twenty twenty and be happy. Be grateful somebody's still thinking about you. And now let me say this before we get out of here. Don't write us no more this week about nothing stupid. (laughs) Because we don't have the time or patience for y'all. traumatized. We got this fool still in the damn White House. (laughs) He finna go to the Supreme Court because he probably gonna lose this election. We got all kinds of problems. Don't call here no more with this sugar honey iced tea. More calls after this. Phone calls after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, back to election talk for a second, guys. You know, a couple of uh, keynote Senate races. I'm so tired. And Shirley, we're going to go to the phones, too. Yeah, we got to go to the phones. You want to do that? 
Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to shout out uh, Democrat Raphael Warnock. So He's in a Senate Warnock race. Warnock No, no, no. He's in a runoff right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to the phones. Okay. 2020 <laughs> just ain't been it. <laughs> and I'm tired of all of it. Let's go. Oh, I'm so tired of this bull. All right, let's go to the phone. All right, let's go to line one and talk to Stacy out of Montgomery, Alabama. Hey, Stacy, out of Montgomery, what's up with you uh, this morning, darling? Uh, nothing much. What about y'all? <laughs> what about us? Just chilling. I mean, you know. yeah. How much time do you have, Stacy? We just. We, all we're we doing is chilling and tripping. Uh, uh, what's your comment, no, Stacey? Doing much. Okay, it's, it's like um, when he became president, all I could say is uh, God is my president now. Ask, believe, and receive. And I, now I have to keep reminding myself that if I keep asking about the same thing, that it means I don't believe. So I've been just relaxing, waiting, and laughing with y'all. Cool. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Of course she voted. Yeah, please vote. Yeah. All right, uh, line Next two. Call. Let's go to Randy out of Brunswick, Georgia. Hey, Randy. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, nothing much, man. Um, I'd just like to tell y'all that um, I'm sorry to say this, but you know what? I went through all of this in this pandemic. I do, I do Uber Eats. I do Uber driving. I do Lyft driving. I help all these people. And Donald Trump ain't, ain't out here helping nobody, not the black people, nobody. There's nobody helping Ahmaud Audrey. I mean, and then the same woman that was in the convention of it, that was in on it, she went to back to reelect. So why is she in there? And why can't we have somebody that wants to help us and be with us instead of against us? Right. I understand that. Randy, what I'm starting to understand is we are in such a tight race because Trump's base actually grew. They came out of the woodwork. It's more of them who don't care about the coronavirus, don't care about Black Lives Matter, don't care about DACA, don't care nothing about that wall, don't care nothing about none of that. They believe what this guy is. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes right after this. more of them than I thought. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, (laughs) this is the election day aftermath. We've been talking about it all day. Let's go back to the phones and talk to the people, okay? A name you'll love, line four, Leroy out of Atlanta. I'll be (laughs) damned. Yes. I'm on Leroy. For all morning. Yes. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? damn Leroy. What up, Leroy? <laughs> What's going on, Steve? How you guys doing, crew? Time good, in. good. Got a real voice, Leroy. <laughs> What's hey, on brother, your mind, Leroy? In there, there. Um, long story short, a lot of people are calling, and they are in the weeds right now. We know this president don't care nothing about us. That's period. Jimmy, you know, thank you, Steve, for handling that. Jimmy, I was in your situation before. You know, I accepted my responsibility. I got an associate's degree called Mary Arts, and I got out of there, period. I got a financial background now. I help families, companies, and I do tax-free stuff for people. Jimmy, you can turn your life around no matter what. Don't let anybody put you down. 
Now, the weeds, the, uh, the top part, how do we become the elector voters? Because we got to put people in there that don't care about us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, you know, and you told me, well, you told everybody, if you're not at the dinner table, then you must be on the menu. That's right. <laughs> wow. If you're right at the dinner so, table, you must be on the menu. That's right. Oh, and also, Steve, if I can yeah. have an opportunity to come to your mentorship camp for free, I'll show all the kids how 401ks really work, how to become tax-free, debt-free, without even having to use credit cards or whatever, or how to use them correctly. I would love okay. to do that for free. Hey, man, I'd love to have you. I want you to uh, just go to my foundation page, harveyfoundation.org. And uh, put a put a note in there for the director page. Love to have you, brother. Thank you, man. That was cool. Man, All right, had uh, that class for the adults too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he can help me. <laughs> yes, Not at the dinner table. You own the menu. <laughs> All right, we're taking your phone calls eight seven seven twenty nine. Steve, let's go to line five and talk to Sandra out of Miami. Steve. Oh Lord, Miami. Hey, Sandra. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. We good, Sandra. What's on your mind? Uh, they came out the woodwork. Let me tell you, I worked in the pole in the Miami area. And the precinct that I worked at, we don't normally do about 150, 200 people. We did over 500 people yesterday. Let me tell you, people just registered to vote within the last two weeks want to come out and vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, that's everybody's right to vote. I think it's it's surprising, even though I, I didn't shot. I just really was hoping that America was would just be sick of this man's rhetoric, mm-hmm. his tone, his divisiveness, his attitude, his his bigotry. I just thought America would be sick of that. Uh, but I found out something. They're not. They're not. But now, it, there's a great chance that he's going to lose this. It is, it is a great chance that he's going to lose this deal. But uh, it, it doesn't negate the fact that his base grew. And this race really shouldn't even be this tight. Based on the person he is, I just knew this race couldn't be this tight. But based on the person he was, I didn't think he was going to win either. Yeah, so four years ago, the, the <laughs> right. ugliness yeah. of this country is showing up, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. you know we just got to we got to get more involved, more mm-hmm. active, so we can start getting people in the Senate that care about us because this is something we can do. And I do think that this race is this tight, but I do think black people performed so in this election. Mm-hmm. I really do think that way. They'll they'll give us the numbers on it, but I really think we showed up in a great way. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show in 20 minutes right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Shirley. (laughs) Steve. I have been cool this morning. Yes, I have been trying to be Mm -hmm. a leader this morning by example. (laughs) But I'm tired of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are? If y'all don't get your eyes 
on that damn Detroit. <laughs> yes. Detroit is Wayne clowning County. on their ass right now. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit could save us. Yeah. Detroit. George. Detroit could Detroit. save us. Yeah. I want to thank all of the gators that I bought at City Slickers and <laughs> all the outfits I bought at the damn Broadway and all the food I done ate at Sweet Georgia Browns and, mm. and the seafood spot in the breakfast house. That damn Detroit is clowning on their ass. You thought it was over, but Detroit say you ain't counted us yet. Yes, Detroit, right. Detroit, damn that. Because Ohio done disappointed me, the Careful. Mississippi of the North. <laughs> I wouldn't give a damn about Ohio no more. Motown, I finna move baby. all my friends out of that. Detroit, I told yes. y'all, them was my people up there. That's uh -huh. why my cutout is at the football game and everything. That's yeah. why I pulled for the line. I told y'all, Detroit, Detroit yeah. showing on their ass. Gonna That's mess right. around and not be the president because of them black folk in Detroit. We'll I'm be sorry. back right after this. I'm Thank sorry. you, Steve. <laughs> Go get that ass, Detroit. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to the people. 877-29-STEVE. Uh, yeah, if you want to talk to Steve, let's go to line one and talk to Randy out of Dallas. Randy, out of the D. Hey, what's going on, guys? Top of the morning. Go ahead, Randy. Top, yeah. Top. yeah, hey, listen, briefly, I just want to say, look, I, you know, I, I'm really, I don't understand why we as blacks are so, so disillusional about this election. We should have seen this coming. Okay, this election is primarily based upon white privilege and continue for them to maintain control and dominance. That's what this is all about. Facts. And we as mm -hmm. we continue to fall into this trap because we don't have a black agenda ourselves. And at some point, guys, we got to look at the fact that the black elitists, the old white guard from the Democratic Party that has kept us stifled for the last 40 years, and we have nothing to show for it. Look at our neighborhoods. I'm sick and tired of us always got to go to white folks and beg them for something. We got resources in our own community, and those who look like us, they're not for us. We got to start expelling those people as well, because they're, they're in life part of the problem. Until we do that, you're going to see that. Other groups around the country and other communities, they take care of their own people. We don't do that. We so busy trying to celebrate white culture than celebrate our own culture. That's why you see the results that you see right now. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you, Randy. Wow. Um, it's very factual what he said. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of ways it. to view this thing mm -hmm. right here. Me personally, it's just the sheer disappointment. It's the sheer disappointment that this, I, you know, I just kept thinking, if you look at the morality of this man, that's got to be sickening to people. Well, you quickly discover that that morality of that man matches over half of the voting population. Mm -hmm. and, Scary. And, and you have to go, wait a minute, man. You know, because, you, look, you thought when Obama won, uh, all those were changing. You, you know yeah, years yeah. back, I went, "Wow, man, America's taking a turn." They, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it wasn't just black people that voted for Obama, but right. then the 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 viciousness of the turn mm -hmm. 
is what has tripped me out and the viciousness of the turn and the rhetoric from this man in the White House, which proves to me that the average American don't care nothing about no Black Lives Matter, don't know, care about no unifying the country. And what Randy is saying is this way, is to remain elitist. He's done. He ran on what I thought was crazy, but man, that Make America Great Again hat, it empowered white supremacist groups. It empowered whites who really dream of being Donald Trump, a Playboy bunny, a stripper hoe, a money, a shit. And now here they is. You've got to be kidding me, man. Last break of the day coming up. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ooh, Lottie, what a day, what a day, man. Uh, what a day, what a day. I <laughs> made it. <laughs> Talk about hump day. Yes, Come on, Michigan. We, woo, but we made it through, though. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it definitely... Uh, didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. I thought we'd be doing Ding Dong the Witches Dead this morning, <laughs> but we didn't. But it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the witch mad, though. The witch is mad, though. Uh, and they're tearing that White House up. Oh, yeah. And we standing yeah. at the doorbell. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's for real, you know, and I still think that there is a strong possibility lie. that he will not be the president. But now right. he's not going to go quietly. I don't yeah. care if he don't go quietly. Go. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, you can go to the Supreme Court. They can't change uh, laws. Oh, don't, don't worry about you that. Know. I go down there with a couple of my boys. We'll get him out of that house. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I got that. Me and a few of my boys, we'll get you out of this house. <laughs> Come on. Hey, something, uh, a scripture that was sent to me uh, is Proverbs 6. 16 and 19. Now, look, y'all, at times like this, I always go to my faith. I mean, you know, look, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect Christian. Uh, And you can't follow me and make it to heaven. I ain't never told you that. But I do have a very faith-based life. And I rely on that faith to get me through troubling times. But I also have a relationship with that faith when it's going good for me, too. But I just wanted to share a scripture, Proverbs 6, 19. It says, there are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. I don't even have to read that again to give me some real understanding that even though we may think a person is getting away with what they're getting away with or pulling off the ultimate con, there is a price for that. There is a place for that. There is a requirement of that. And so as this race unfolds, and we're still uh, too early to call it, and however it goes, I mean, God is in control of my life. God is in control of your life. 
you know, we don't have to worry about these people. You know, look, look, listen, man, I, I, I could say so many things about it, how disappointed I am in America. I was hoping that after the election of Barack Obama that this country was turning a corner because a black man was the president of the United States and I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. I was so hoping that was the case. I was so hoping it was the case on so many levels, but the turnaround has been so abrupt and so rather obvious and touted so loudly from the top, this White House administration, that I've just began to understand even more where my faith has to be, not in man, but in God. Men are just flawed people all the way. And this election right here, y'all, to my listeners, listen to me. Let's go get ourselves together now. Let's get focused on our dreams and visions, our families, our hopes for tomorrow. Let's get focused on our position. Now, we have to vote. Voting is our obligation to our ancestors who came over here and died building this country. So we have an obligation to vote. And we can still make a huge dent in this vote all the way around the board. I mean, just waiting on the Michigan to finish up and 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 Pennsylvania to finish up in Philly and the Detroit, Wayne County to finish up and all of this stuff right here, man. This is big, man. This is this is us having a say so. And I just firmly believe that. So there's an upside to all of this. But at the end of the day, y'all, we got to be okay no matter what happens. This ain't going to define me. Quit tripping, man, about all these blacks for Trump. Man, they've always been amongst us. They've been amongst us thinking they elite, thinking if they say they for them, they'll be more accepted. They don't know, man. I know. I'm around well-off people all the time. You ain't fitting to be one. You not. Now, you can get your share of the pie, but they really prefer that you eat it over there. But you're not going to come over here and sit at the same table and eat with the same silverware and off the same piece we eating off of. Take your piece and go over there. I don't know. I don't know what has to happen to get you to understand that. This man don't care nothing about you, never will, never have been. I like a lot of the callers today that called in and stated a lot of things, man. We got some really, really smart listeners. And listen, y'all, we'll be back tomorrow, and we'll see if we got a result for you tomorrow. If not, we'll be back the next day. But we're going to stay with you. But bigger than that, God is going to stay with all of us. I give all my fortune and future over. I put it in the hands of my Heavenly Father. I invite you to do the same. So no matter what they do in the White House, don't let that get up in your house. All right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Feel me? Woo! Yeah. Woo! Like I have given my oh, last oh. get out and vote speech of the year. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 